This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 12. I'm joined by Maz and Ryan. Oh no, wait, Maz isn't here. Car. He only Maz. comes when we're winning. He only comes on when we're winning. Yeah. Um, he was like, look boys, I can't face the music. I don't want to talk about yeah. how the XG curse is back. So, But Ryan's shown his face. Yeah, he's actually... <laughs> fucking no, he's a Barcelona fan actually. Yeah, Barcelona, yeah, that's it. If you know, you know. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Uh, you unfortunately went to the game. I feel sorry for you mm. because... How frustrating. It was frustrating watching it on Prime, but it was frust- oh, must have been mate. more frustrating in the stadium. Yeah, it's just like going back to 2021 again. And I thought I'd wear the appropriate top. Because this this top, if you remember, if you watched the pod like yeah. last season, no, season before, then you'll yeah. remember this was the top that I wore pretty much every podcast throughout that terrible year of like XG. So why not just bring it back out for the memories and just re- re- reminisce on the... <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it because the thing is, we haven't even been bad. Like, I can't come on here and be like, you know, shocking tactics, like we were really awful. We literally had 70% possession again, 19 odd shots, seven on target, missed some pretty, should have been goals. I just, mate, I don't even know how to even drum up this. It brought back feelings. It brought back feelings that I thought I'd left back in 2021 season. (laughs) Like, it genuinely, I went upstairs and like, just felt so frustrated and so, yeah, just so yeah, just frustrated pretty much. Yeah. Like, how have we not come away with three points there? All those chances. What was it? That the crazy stat for the past three games: fifty-four shots on goal, eighteen on target, zero goals. What was the? I can't remember what the XG was. On exactly, target. But, I didn't realize that. That's mad. Yeah, eighteen on target out of the fifty-four shots and zero goals to show for it. Like that. Those are the stats they were hearing back in yeah, like two seasons ago. And it's yeah. Yeah, it's horrible for it to come back. And I really hope it's not going to be. Well, the, I really just really hope the XG curse isn't back because we were progressing so well under Potter. And I thought Deserby, and I still think he will. Mm. I still think Deserby will progress us because um, we play similar football still. It's just the lack of goals are back and. Yeah. Uh, XG put, is back to, to put a good spin on it though, Ben. Like one thing I did like, and I was looking at it yesterday, was the fact that Lalana, Sanchez, etc., put really like inspiring things on their Instagram at least. So they were saying, you know, you know, you've got to stick with us. I know it's frustrating, but you know, trust the process, all that sort of thing. Cliche, but it's trust. It's like <laughs> it's like you know, 
you need to, you just have to, because you can see yeah. the the what he's trying to do. You can see Deserby, and I understand Deserby must be frustrated as well, right? He's he's come from having some lethal strikers. I think he said it was an odds bible. The uh, quote, the oh no, Bayern, yeah, so Sussex it's the quote Live. from the Athletic, yeah, or Sussex Live, yeah, yeah. Sussex Live, yeah, Sussex Live, um, and it was like something like, um, you know, in Sassuolo he had players now to score, and here it's not quite the same. And, yeah, um, you go here. Just here, it's different. And I was like, that is perfect. Here it's different. Here it's, it's different. It's, the thing is, I don't even blame him for saying that. Like, I'm glad that he's coming out and saying something because mm. it's better than him just being quiet and being like, yeah, this everything's fine. When it clearly 54 shots and no goals is clearly not fine. Um, but yeah, mate, I, I don't even know how to put a proper positive on this apart from the fact that yeah, at least we didn't concede play well, right? We didn't concede. That's, like Forest, mate. That's good. Forest were one of the worst teams I've ever seen I don't mean no that attempts a, on goal in the first patronising or downplaying way but they were terrible I, literally one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the Prem um, but really yeah, that like, far mate yeah honestly they didn't even do anything I, I, I don't recall them doing anything don't recall them doing any decent even passes or passes of play like there was no mo- moments where I was like oh Forrest are going to score like I was diving like, around as well which I didn't expect yeah, from the team yeah from, yeah well, a newly promoted Forrest. team spending most of the time on the floor that refereeing performance was abysmal by the way like I, I, we had like five minutes added time for which could have easily been 10 to be honest and there's mm. no even exaggeration um, so yeah literally so much time lost in that second half um, pretty much the same tactics as Brentford really go down um, waste as much time as possible really and I mean it frustrates a team like us because they know that we can't score so to stop us you have to almost take these cheating tactics because you know it's it almost minimalizes the the build up play for us because that's what we almost try and do try and break the lines and try and build up play and, and make these little darting runs and everything but if you keep going down and wasting time we're not going to be able to do that are we right so mm. i guess but that's we the did, tactic we had more obviously because it's a weaker team than spurs but yeah. we did have more clearer attempts on goal like the one that stands out to oh, me gotcha. in the first half Veltman and I know he's a centre-back but he's also a footballer yeah. that yeah. plays with the football trains with the football for all of his life pretty much he should know that a one-touch finish he should know how to control that even if he's a centre-back yeah. and like the, I the fact he just like more... blazed it over and I was like mm. Jesus Christ like that on target the power on it it will mm. cause trouble it could go in yeah. It's just the fact that a lot of the, our attempts would just go over. Like even Pascal in the second half, I remember. Yeah, that's probably the worst. Swung a foot and just went, went the, flying the high Pascal like a Marcus Smith drop goal. Yeah, it was just like, Mate, what the fuck? Even, even worse was Pascal's one where it, it, Welbeck sort of laid it off to him. And he had so much time to hit that sweetly. Sort of miss hit and Henson tipped it over. And it's just thinking, you know, Pascal grows so consistently great at striking a ball. Like probably the one player you'd want it to fall to on a volley is probably gross because... You'd back him to at least get a shot of maybe Alexis, to be fair. Yes, but Alexis, maybe, yeah. the the way he just scuffed it, and you just think, oh my god, because you know, as a professional footballer, I'm not digging out gross here, by the way. I'm just saying, in, in general, as a professional footballer, you want that to be at least here. And we've at seen least he can finish. Really troubling, yeah, really troubling. This Henderson. season, we've seen he can finish. Yeah, yeah, and uh, May Henderson made some pretty good saves, to be fair to him. But in the first sort of ten minutes or so of that game, I really thought, you know, we're gonna we we should be battering them because yeah. they wouldn't they weren't even pressing us. They were just passing it round as if they did they were just happy to be there. And it was just I just couldn't believe that we couldn't even score and it was like, yeah, as you said that Veltman missed and there's a couple of others I think as well. And I just thought this is gonna be it, isn't it? This is just how it's gonna go. It's gonna be one yeah. of them days. 
That's um, what was. our good friend Ben from the of the podcast. He he said to me before the game, it's like it's either going to be like a one nil difficult game or like a nil nil frustrating game, or we're going to bat mm. them. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that's very true. Like, um, mate, I think if yeah, we scored one exactly in the first like ten twenty minutes of those chances, I think we would have just scored a hatful. It's almost like mm. London bus effect. Like, I think if we got one, we would have just got a few. Yeah, and... or the seven hundred, if you know. Yeah, <laughs> or it was just like yeah, just didn't really, just didn't really happen for us, did it? It was just one of them again, but. Um, yeah, before we move on. the other end of the field, though, Ryan. Um, yeah, go on. I, just, I got sent this quite good stat. Um, so it's like only Everton, 185, have conceded more shots on goal than Spurs this season. So they're on the other end of that table. Um, right. So Spurs have conceded 173 shots, but we've only conceded 92. Okay. And the only two teams that have conceded less than us is Arsenal on 81 and City on 69. That's impressive. So like, and obviously, that's a lot of that's under Grand Potter as well. But still, defensively, we are pretty sound. Um, yeah. Especially against Forest. Maybe that's just because they yeah. are horrendous and in mate, attack. This is another thing. Like People were saying, you know, defensively under the Deserby, we could struggle. But I haven't really seen that, apart from like maybe Webster had a bit of a shaky moment. But the mm. things we did against Brentford, we really shot ourselves in the foot with, to be honest. I mean, yeah. Webster like, should never have really let Ivan Tony get that off, to be honest. And obviously, it's gone under Sanchez as well. And the the second that's goal, a moment Bellman of quality that you can't really deal with. You and can't then, yeah, deal like with you said, it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah Beltman was Beltman was, um, in was just silly. Like and and then um, Liverpool quality, to be honest. Uh, you know, Firmino. People can point fingers at Dunk or whatever, whoever it was that got done that day. But end of the day, Firmino was just on Liverpool his game. score goals. Yeah. like no matter how shit they are. Yeah, I mean, Sanchez's mistake was was pretty bad, but yeah, overall, <laughs> um, overall was you know again just. It, there was nothing there that was like really alarming. I was like, oh my God, you know, we're in for a really torrid time. So mm. I think that was still then a bit against of a lazy Spurs. Hit. It was only like Harry Kane came off his shoulder. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was goal to concede. Jamie goal. Should have probably yeah. been picked up better, to be fair, defensive like perspective. perspective. Mm. Um, but again, overall, like we haven't been bad. And so we minimalized Tottenham uh, defensively. You know, they didn't, to be fair, they didn't really do anything. But again, we, we don't look terrible. We don't look, you know, people are really, the booze at half the full time. I didn't get that. It really annoyed me. I think people Yeah, the commentator the ref, said that. I didn't hear them on the TV. It was loud. But the it was loud. Was like, I was in the West. Really? It was loud. And Shit, I don't know if people were good. aiming it at the ref. I think a lot of people were, but I'm sure that there's going to be some like people there that are aiming it at the Zerbi, which is just crazy to me. Because um, mm. I saw people like comparing him to Hippier on Twitter and stuff, and I just thought, no, can no, I even no, be no, bothered no. with this right now? Like, <laughs> no, I was getting no, so much no, abuse no. on social, and I just thought, do you know what? I'm just going to tweet, say everyone have a good evening, and, and leave it for the night because I just couldn't even be bothered with it. That's not Deserby's um, fault. Uh, you can boo the players, I guess. Like, I mean, you, if you pay for a ticket, you can do whatever you want. But like, yeah, I suppose you can. I guess you can boo the players because they didn't finish the chances. Um, that, which is I'm not what they it. get paid to I'm do, but I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do it personally. No. I would definitely not do it personally. And yeah, you can't blame Deserby for what we saw on the pitch. It's what we used to say when every time this was happened under Potter, we were like, "You can't blame Potter; it's the players." So yeah. we can't now change our tune and say it's Deserby. You can't do yeah. that. Yeah, and again, as you say, like under Potter, his first four games, like I know he had a much weaker team, but we weren't very good either. I mean, we lost to Southampton two 0 We lost to Man City four 0 We drew with West Ham one all in a game we should have won. And I think we beat, obviously, Watford 3-0. That was our mm-hmm. first four games in the, uh, under Potter in the Prem. And yes, again, much weaker team. But, you know, arguably the performances are still as good as. And I saw, like, certain different people, you know, digging out certain players, um, saying McAllister's not as good as he was. Again, I didn't understand that. I didn't I think didn't that McAllister that. was bad. Um, I thought that overall we looked pretty good. 
there was there was only a few moments where I thought this is a bit slow. Maybe was the only maybe criticism that because at, at the end of the day, right, we didn't win, so I guess the manager should take some criticism because that's how football works. But maybe the only criticism I'd say is maybe it was too slow. And I think at times perhaps we could have brought on maybe a Sarmiento, maybe an Enciso, maybe. Um, Lamptey a bit sooner, maybe Endeavour a bit sooner, which I still find a bit strange. Well, yeah, we need to talk about Endeavour, I think. <laughs> just inject a bit of energy in there. And I don't know. I I didn't really... Maybe that was one criticism, but then maybe, you know, these aren't Deserby's players at the end of the day, right? So maybe he just doesn't rate them. And it's almost a thing of, you know, I don't want to use these players because they're not... They don't, I don't think they're going to be any better than what we've got. Well, I don't I, think he rates our attackers after what he said on that quote that like we spoke about well, five minutes there you ago. Go. Let's but talk about Endeavour. Do you then, think... Then. But just quickly, do you think that quote and Deserby's frustrations in front of goal, or for the our players that we've got in front of goal, do you think he will push Tony to actually buy him a new striker? I hope new so. managers n- normally get a couple signings, don't they? Like it's normally yeah. what they talk about when they're coming on. They're like, "Look, we need to strengthen this position. This is what I want to do." Yeah. So if we're going on the back of history repeating itself with m- loads of managers when they come aboard for teams. Surely he's going to get some players in January that he wants specifically. I mean, and even, one of them even, must be a striker, surely. Yeah, and I mean, even Potter, the first thing that when he came in, he signed Webster, he signed Trossard, he signed Mopay. Mopay and Trossard, yeah. he, he wanted those three, right? That was his like big ones he really wanted. And clearly he got them, right? So I think that a he A player in each back. position, isn't it? Pretty much, which is quite... Yeah, strong. and I think Webster was the ball Central. player that we needed at the time because we weren't used to ball playing. We, you know, do no disrespect to them, but we had like Shane Duffy and stuff at the time and it was never going to progress us for what Potter wanted to do. Luckily for De Zerbi, he's actually got that at his disposal already. Hmm. So I think, you know, defensively probably won't need too much. As, hor- as horrible as it is, we probably will need a Mwepi replacement because I think his energy is really missed in that midfield. Um, and... Yeah, maybe maybe another centre forward. I think that I do agree with the sentiment that that Naylor tries to get out on social, but I think that maybe it's coming across really badly. Um, you know, he's been saying about how we don't need a striker because you know we've got we've got you know you need to, you need to improve the rest of the team. I think it's the point he's trying. If that's what I take of what Naylor's saying, no way. Um, it's the only position that we we need. To I think. I uh, yeah. This is what I was going to get at for almost a question to you and almost as well the viewers as well. Um, you know, we've got, say, I don't know, goal scoring midfielders are pretty Alexis, maybe Gross, Leo, if you consider him a midfielder, Trossard, maybe if you consider him a midfielder, I don't know. But we don't have many goal scoring midfielders, to be fair. We don't seem to do much. But then when it comes to up front, I don't, I don't really care what you say. And, and I love Welbeck, and I, and I love, I love what oh, I say, Mope, but he's gone now. But at the end of the day, um, the the return isn't enough, right? We've got, I think he's got zero goals. Trossard is probably the only player in our team at the moment who's capable of changing the game and scoring. Yeah. And almost the question is, why do we not need another striker if, if we're not even prepared to give Ferguson a go or Undab a go? Where's the... Where's the... What where's Naylor's logic? Where, well, uh, yeah, where, I'm, I'm trying Naylor's to almost logic, work it out on stream it. here. Where, what am I missing? Because... <laughs> Um, you know, you've got Undav and Ferguson who are meant to be fine because, you know, Undav scored 31 goals last year. Um, what's his name? Um, Ferguson was really good in that. You know, youth team, I get they don't want to throw him in, but if you don't want to throw him in, why don't we get another centre forward to replace that? The, the the one thing I think that Bloom will probably be held for or even our recruitment team will be held for is we didn't replace Mope when we sold him. And fine, maybe selling Mope was the right decision, maybe it wasn't. 
but not replacing him is not the right decision, I think. And I think, no, no, no I don't know about you, Ben, but in that strike force, as I say, apart from Trossard, well, it's not a goal scorer. Using the word force as well, it's just, <laughs> that's clutching its draws. It's just, yeah. we've got two Where's options, basically. Goals? I wouldn't consider, I know Potter said last year, didn't he? I remember he, in one of his press conferences, he considered Evan Ferguson as a first-team striker. So, well, he's on a new deal, Ernie Ferguson, they're finally yeah. a long-term so, pro contract. Whether um, Deserby thinks he's a first-team striker, I don't know. I just think, I reckon, um, yeah, we, we, we're going to get a strike in January because of the new manager and what he's seen from Welbeck and therefore the lack of what he's seen from them too. I just think okay. this World Cup in between um, the January transfer window... not a time. No, I, no, I'm saying I think it is a great time because that means we play less games with Welbeck and Undav and it all, it's basically fast-tracks us to January. Fair, to get but then striker. also you've got price ranges change and, you know, obviously... I don't, yeah, but I think we should sports. have the money to do that. We should yeah. have the money to do that. Okay, right. Ben. Okay, Ben. Here's a question then. So, overall, you know, I, I see a lot of, particularly sort of journalists, say that a striker's out of our price range, right? Or is not going to be attracted to us. That's 20 goal a season. I don't think anyone's trying to get out a 20 goal a season no. striker. I think we're trying to get out of 10, if I'm honest. Because taking Mopat the team to 10, 10 to 15, right? Because 15 including goal contributions, um, assists, and also yeah. creative play. Right, you're taking out 15 goals with Mope, yeah, in a team that doesn't score a lot. So my question to you is: Is a is another striker out of our price range, or do you not do you not agree with that? No, not at all. I think yeah, a 20 goal striker is definitely out of our price range. Like yeah. any club would love a 20 goal striker. A top six team yeah. or big six team would like a 20 goal striker. They're hard to find, but yeah, like you said, perfectly. A Neil Mope replacement that can get us 10 goals or just over that, and a few assists here and there. Which maybe Welbeck's not offering, and Undav certainly doesn't look like he's Welbeck offers the, offer the other thing of you know creating. His link-up play is great. Yeah. when we play it, yeah. His link but up when play, he's not on it, great. you know, as yeah. much as I like Welbeck, and and don't get me wrong, I would never come on here and slate Welbeck or any of our players, to be honest with you, because mm. I like this. I really, really do like this squad. I, yeah. I, you know, I just think it needs some help, and I think the help comes from, you know, as as much as we say about our transfer business, at the end of the day, getting rid of Mope and, and not replacing him has really cost us. I think. And I thought, I, I, I don't know why, I just think that it was so obvious at, at the beginning but people didn't see it because we were winning. And I thought, as soon as Welbeck gets injured, we're going to be having this conversation. Or but he hasn't even got injured and we're, st- yeah, goes and we're still having this conversation. Yeah. And yeah, okay. Maybe they were banking on Undav being better than he is. And I guess, I, I still think it's probably too early to judge on him. It's unfair yeah, to judge on the amount same, of minutes he's had. And the games I don't like the, the standards the games towards him, if I'm honest, Ben. I think no, that he's, he I think... You know, the the thing with Undav is, you know, we haven't seen enough of him to judge him. And that's that's almost mm. my frustration maybe with the Zerbian Potter in, included was why don't we get to see him before 85 minutes or he's not even going to get a chance. You know, I, I'd like to see him at least at 70, you know, just to just to be able to have him 20 minutes. And I know he had 20 minutes at Brentford and he didn't do anything fair enough. But I think, you know, in a game like Forest where they weren't actually going to do anything and they were happy to just sit yeah. on it and, and get a draw and they like celebrated that draw like it was like, yeah. And yeah, they did. They went it, that the fans were going mental for that draw. Mate, they? they celebrated. Wait, I guess in, for them, like for, them they won a, the for them it's a big point to be fair. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be a celebrate. I'm not going to do celebrate celebration police, but yeah, fair, I get fair, for them fair. it's a big point on the road, isn't it? Fair. Um, yeah. And they defended well. You could, you can say we were awful in attack, but they defended well. Henderson had a great game and that summer to cheer about for them, great, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, fair, fair. I'll give respect to Forrest for that. Which is classic think... that he turns up and gets a clean sheet against us. 
like you said, Dr. Mm. Brighton in the last... last we said that, didn't we, last time? Sorry, about a few, yeah, a few days ago. Yeah. You said we're Dr. Brighton and we actually were for them. They got a clean sheet. Yeah. So it's fucking yeah. typical. I just want to know, Ben, about Undav for you. Do you think that it's almost time to... I mean, no point throwing him on Man City, is there? Because what's that going to do for his confidence? But I think, you know, is it almost time after the City? I mean, Chelsea's going to be like... I, I'd like to hope... And what I really want is I really want the fans behind it. And as much as people want to be frustrated at the Zerbi, which I, I see people calling him the Zebra, call, see people intentionally calling him the wrong name, which is crazy. But my point is, yeah... If actually no, to, to be it, fair, my my phone auto auto corrects and always puts zebra. Does it? I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. So it might be that they're doing like a classic <laughs> uh, Twitter slander, or they just yeah. Kind of I think it's, I think it is slander, if I'm honest. But like okay. my my point that my point is um, against Chelsea. If you are this frustrated, there's nothing, and I don't mean this in a non-moving on way. I think people were missing my point when I said this. If you are frustrated, there's only one people, one group of people you can take your frustrations out on. And it's the people that have caused this. So now we're in an unprecedented rebuilding period that we don't want to be in. We didn't, and no one saw us being in reasonably by now to be in a situation where we were flying. We then lost all of our staff and we've now got to trust a new man, which I do have trust in him, to rebuild again. So we, we have gone back two years, essentially. So people need to remember, yeah. we can't be like we were two months ago under Potter because it ain't going to happen. So people need to get that out of their heads that it's going to happen because it ain't going to happen. That's a hard and reality to face, I guess. It's a hard, it's a hard reality. But I think that people are just are almost in their own little bubble of it's fine. We, you know, we're always going to bounce back. Okay, we can't. We've lost six, seven staff, including a world class manager, including the world class goalkeeping coach, including Bruno, a club legend. We've lost a big core in our club. So now you've almost got to think right. We need to restart again. Like using TSR, <laughs> I've had to restart my whole career in the last two months. Ironically, at the same time, you can't just go back to how you were. You have to start again. And that's what mm. moving on is. So when I'm putting on these things about it and I'm saying, and people are saying, move on, you know, you're stuck in this, you know, with Potter. No, you're missing my point. My point is the damage is already done. So you can't move on. Part of moving on is rebuilding that damage done. And you can't rebuild that damage done without bringing up the past. So you have to, if you're going to be angry and you want to be angry at Deserby or the coaching staff or the way we're playing, don't be angry at him. <laughs> be angry at the bloke that's in Cobham because it ain't this lot, I'm telling you. So, you know, back this lot, forget them because they've gone. We're not going to be like them anymore. We have to start again. And I really that's hope that Chelsea... I don't, I don't think a lot of people probably realise that, that it, we have taken no. a massive step back. And we're not saying yeah. a rebuilding on the pitch. It's a rebuilding as a staff. Like we are essentially like a brand new club in the way we're run in terms yeah. of the coaching staff, for sure. So the players have got to adapt to that. And like, yes, the football's familiar and very similar, but it doesn't mean it's going to be the exact same results, I guess. Yeah. And at the same time, you can you can be thankful. You can say, you know, fair play to what Potter did for us in his time here. And I'm not, I don't disregard or take anything of that away from it. And, and I think that's also important to remember too is that, you know, you have to give credit for the foundations laid in place and, and that's fine. And Potter's done really well for this club and he, and he will always be remembered as the guy that did well for this club. But I think for the short term or the medium term, we have to remember that it's not going to be the same as it was because it can't be. And, you know, it's this like a broken glass. You can't put it back together and be the same. You have to rebuild it and it's going to be broken still. 
So you've got to wait until we then get the trust in our new man. The players start to recognise what it is. As Adam Lallana said, it, you've got to trust this process. It's going to take time. But I, I do, I do, I think if, if Lallana and Sanchez are coming out, they're quite big figures, right? If they're coming out and saying that, I do believe them. And you can clearly see what he's trying to do. I think you've just got to give it time. It's not going to be the same. And we might drop into the bottom half. You know, we might lose a few more games. That, you know, it, looks against... like, it looks that way. Because I'm looking at these fixtures ahead and we were talking about like, where does Endav come in? Like yes. you said, no point in bringing him against away at City. Um, at home against Chelsea, Danny Welbeck played well against them when we last played them. So that would be yeah. a bit strange. Hopefully he'll be able to do the same. Yeah. Um, that will be a huge, that will be like a cup final because... It will Port, be. Porter at the Amex, that will be insane. Ben, I want to know. I'm surprised it's still a, a 3pm His atmosphere, Ben. What, what do you think for, for Potter? Because I put a poll on it and I'm undecided, but I think that I'm not going to be clapping. I think it's. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I guess you'd applaud, I think, because I mean, I get, time's a healer and I feel like I feel like some fans will have forgiven him now. Cause, do you think? Have you? Know, you? It, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, I have for sure. Um, have you? Just, you like, like you said, literally like a couple of minutes ago, you've got to remember what he's done for us. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is the biggest positive to take out of it. Um, so I just got to have mad respect for what he's done. Like we wouldn't be having these conversations about having new managers or trying to get to the Europa Conference League without him. So we've got to kind of remember that. Yes, he left on bad terms, but I mean, shit happens. I guess it was never going to end well if he left in this. Right. It, I guess it would have been better if he left in the summer, for example, like we all said. Yeah. But. No, going to your question, no, I think I will probably clap or just show some respect. I'm not going to boo for sure. Definitely not. No, I don't do? think boo. I won't boo. I, I, I never boo. The only time I boo is when players stay on the ground for about 45 minutes, wasting time. <laughs> That's the only time I boo. Um, I'll boo if no. he turns around to the West End and North End and goes, fucking come on. I, That's when the pig says will be does fun, that, Yeah, I think at the end of it, if Chelsea win. Oh, then Chelsea then fans, I, yeah. that's, that's disrespectful. I hope he's more right? reserved. He's got I to be more reserved, so. I think. Um, but but then, sorry, then after Chelsea, mate, then we've got Wolves away and maybe that's the time you throw him in. But again, are you just throwing him for because he needs an opportunity? Well, mate, or would that be throwing bounce, him in because... They haven't got a new yet. <laughs> you'd have to throw him in for a reason, not just to give him a chance, I guess. It'd have to be for yeah. Danny Welbeck playing that poorly. Um, yeah. But again, yeah, it's I the think... Premier League. It's not like a friendly way you can just swap it around and mate. It's the pressure at the minute, isn't it? That's what that's what the that's what the problem is. You know, you talk about Wolves, for example, prime example. They've got rid of Bruno Lag. They're on a horrible run, and player managers are used to coming in when the squad's low, the players are low, the managers sorry, the, the fans are low, and everyone's low. And then, and then you've got this new manager bounce. It's like okay, everyone's happy again. We've got a new man. We get excited. Whereas we've gone from a real high <laughs> to a low. So you, it's hard to. You know, it's hard to go from a high low and then get it back high again because people always compare it to the high before. So it's never going to be as good. It's like mm. FCA's last year, prime example again. I win FCA, lose the whole account. <laughs> you regardless Fuck of whether yeah, I started yeah. again, I'm still going to think, yeah, but I won an FCA and I also had 80,000 followers. Even if I get 15,000 followers, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So that's how it is, right? It's, it's always going to compare. You've got yeah. that. It's like Bitcoin, yeah? So you've got <laughs> this at the minute and we're now here. So even if we did really well here, you're still going to compare that. So I think that's what fans are, are hard to get their head around. It's the fact that we're not here anymore. We're here. And even if we're there, it's not as good as that. So it's almost like you've got to forget that and just think about this. 
and then think about the so, derby and he we i still think we're on track like you said like imagine if we weren't playing well and we were getting these results so that would be even worse like you've got to yeah remember that we yeah. are still playing well and we're creating opportunities like we said two years ago just think just go back to your mindset of what you were two seasons ago under potter mm. and just implement that again because that's basically day, what we've got to do we've kind yeah, of we gone back in time months, and, right yeah. six good months we had a, yeah we will get back there um mm. but sorry yeah going okay. after that then we've got and we've got Arsenal in the cup, which is fine. Maybe Endeavour will get a free hit there. Yeah, yeah. And then our last game for the World Cup is at home to Villa. Villa? Um, so, oh. yeah. Interesting. So, they could have Pochettino yeah. by then. We could, get, we could have a couple good results if we start playing well. But I, like we've, got, we've got City and Chelsea next. Those are going to be some tough games. Let's ask them and just got, I'm, I'm dreading Chelsea. Twitter during those two games. I'm dreading yeah. Twitter. Because I think I'm dreading. They're, you realistically, they're probably not going to be good results. No, I like think I'm dreading um, negative help. Chelsea more than City, just because mm. it's Potter and that. I think if we obviously City is like yeah, Chelsea, fine. Everyone loses like, against City. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't have a not, unless we get battered like eight 0 then it's a bit embarrassing. But yeah, if it's like seven or eight, then God, we then never do against City. Start wondering, but I think um, yeah, if we lose two or three, I can live with that, especially against Erling Haaland and. Co. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne to Erling Haaland is a modern day cheat code, right? So Jesus I'm, Christ, yeah. I'm scared about that, if I'm honest. Uh, but I'm just going to treat it as a day out. It's my last of the top six to do. So yeah, you get to see Haaland, which would be quite cool. Uh, did you? Yeah, I don't know if you I saw, like but, um, but like, go on. Paul Merson, he said, um, if Erling Haaland was in League Two and wasn't getting the balls delivered to him on a sixpence, he wouldn't score sixty goals. That's crazy. He said he wouldn't score anywhere That's near mad. 60 goals. If he was in that League 2, he'd be scoring about, I don't know, 80 goals per January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, then someone replied to it like with a screenshot of one of his goals he scored against Dortmund, you know, when his leg's like, up in the air. Yeah, like, like a karate yeah. kid. It's like, and then he put on a sixpence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Paul Mercer, like, I love him, but that is an awful take. He would bang. Yeah. Like, he would, he's got pace. He's got strength. He's, I think every he's got a little bit of skill on him. Yeah, nine. I, yeah think... he could do it in League Two. But I don't know what Paul Wilson's talking about. If he could what do it in like... the Premier League, why couldn't they do it in League Two? Mm. I mean, oh, I don't even know. That's that's a that's well, a wild take. Uh, speaking I think of smoking also... and another wild take, did you see that clip of that? I think you did see the clip of that guy who was like, um, "What Danny Welbeck's a better footballer than Mo Salah?" Oh yeah, yeah, with Terry. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that was that who it is. That yeah, Terry, the one that who did. Oh no, you. Uh, it was. Um, yeah, I did that a while ago. To be fair, but yeah, okay. um, no top guy. To be fair, I like I like Terry. Can you explain? Because I only remember um, him saying that Salah. What else? What else did he, he say? He said that he he said that Welbeck's a better overall footballer than Salah, <laughs> with like full confidence as well, and said that yeah, like he's a, he's a better footballer all round. Salah's comforted in the Liverpool If Welbeck side. had pace like Salah, then I can see it. Listen, Danny, I, I, if you're listening, Danny, right, we do love you, but even you will admit, are you better than Salah? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Sit but, on the um, naughty deck with Paul Mercer with that take. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so there's some mad takes out there. I think that also Paul Merson said like a few years ago, not to dig Paul Merson, no, yeah, I respect him for everything he's been through, but um, he said also with with Kevin De Bruyne, he said 50 million on this lad, he can't see it, doesn't understand it. Oh and, yeah! Um, obviously, inevitably, come back to be one of the greatest uh, get great midfielders <laughs> in Premier League history. So um, that's good. Yeah, not 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 the best takes, but yeah. And then another City awful take is obviously okay. Chelsea Rory, which is kind of relative because we're going to talk about City as well. But yeah, obviously he said that Haaland wasn't going to get more. Harlan he said that if Haaland got fifteen goals, then it would be a good season. <laughs> He's already broken that, hasn't he? 
Is he on 15 yeah, or yeah. 16? I think he's on I think he's on 18 already. Well, 18 oh, for 18. 2022, 18 for um, the, the season. All comps. In all, com- yeah. all comps, yeah. Which is yeah. crazy, crazy figures. Um, honestly, but honestly. Let's talk about what it. We're going to face about it. Harland? Yeah, what do you think, do you, like, against us? Right, it's mad to even say this now because like, I relate him to being, Harland. I relate him to being like the best player in the world, right? Him and Mbappe, best players in the world, as in the the debates, Lewandowski and, and um, there was the Benzema as Benzema. well. But I mean, I mean, the current young up and coming best players in the world. As long as Mbappe keeps his head straight, it's them too. Yeah, they're they're, they're the new Messi and Ronaldo. My point is, we, he's playing against Brighton in his in his young. <laughs> upcoming time yeah and that's that's mad to say because this isn't even his prime no we're like five <laughs> that's, that's years off his prime yeah. probably even eight years off his prime and that's mad so yeah what do you think about Erling against Brighton do you think he will have as much joy as we think or can um, we stop it I'm just thinking do I triple captain him uh, <laughs> no I'm not, I'm not gonna do that uh do we stop him I'm trying to think back to t- like times where we've played against Unbelievable strikers like that. When we had the a, only teams when we faced Aguero, Liverpool, and Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. And we're also from the south coast, like Bournemouth. So hopefully we can do. The there same. you go. That's that's the reason, then, right? He is human, after all. Like <laughs> we forget that Holland is human, and he can have off days. Um, whether he has one against us, because I, I, he, I, I can't. I don't think he's going to have back to back blanks, is he? Let's be honest. Like a blank against no. Liverpool, he's not going to have another blank after that. I would think um, not. He will score. <laughs> I'll be surprised if he didn't but yeah Lewis mm. Dunk Adam Webster Joel Vertman they've got a very tough game on their hands because I know they lost to Liverpool of course but Liverpool will bang up for that Yeah, but City are incredible one of the best teams in football history I think should be should be winning the Champions League this year I think should yeah, they, be they, if the Ariel team is just, still going yeah their team is just in my opinion the best in the world like the best mm. in the world I think that that team in balance perspective I've even seen like graphs of the most nerdy stats you can think of and it's just perfect the way that they are they are like I, I think there's one of their passing like structure and like mm. at most is like red and orange links almost like chemistry on FIFA but <laughs> cities is green 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 in like perfect diagonals and you just think they're a machine they are actually a machine and Pep Guardiola is a machine and fair, fair enough you can say what you want about Pep but at the end of the day, it's going to be a very, very, very tough game for the Zerbi. We'll be lucky to score a goal, I think. Um, mm. But just like, like we said at the top of this episode, the, the fact they've only con- uh, they've, what, conceded 70... Oh, shit, where's it gone? What is it? They've only conceded 69 shots this season. So like, if we can get a couple on... I mean, like we did against... Well, in the last three games, we've had 50... double that Four one, shots. <laughs> Do you, it'd be good if we can get a few against City, let alone yeah. 54 or whatever yeah. it was against... I think it was at 24 against Forest, wasn't it? Yeah. Was do, it you, do you shop, shop then, Ben, for this game? Or do you... Do you, do you try and play for a draw? Well, do you try the Brighton of old don't, do they? The Brighton of old go That's against every big team. So, yeah. I feel but like Deserby will probably be the same. Deserby said it the same, though. I think Deserby's yeah. similar and we'll, give, yeah, we'll have a go. He will have a go. I think and... what we've almost got to remember, this City team is even better than it was. You know, it's it's not even like, you know, 2017 City, right? I always think of as like the upcoming great. And then they sort of went to like 19 and they were just absolutely untouchable. And then like 2020 the to 20, it, I think. Yeah, 20 to 21, they sort of were like, I thought maybe they are falling off and maybe it is Liverpool's time. But then they just have come back even stronger somehow and are now bigger and better than ever. And... 
you know, Erling Haaland up front is literally the missing piece in that team. They are set with Foden and Haaland for the next decade with world-class mm. talent. So they are literally, yeah, the, the best team in the world in my book. So to be honest with you, mate, getting anything out of that game, a, a draw would be absolutely amazing. A draw would be is incredible. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, you're going to see Erling Haaland, which is not many people can say at the moment. Um, should we do score well, predictions? God, which was going to be tough anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll start. Um, I'll start. Okay. I think, I think it will be because they can concede. And to be optimistic, I reckon it'll be four-one to Man City. Four-one. <laughs> I don't really like doing this, you know. I, 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 it's horrible. I, just, I thought about it before we record, recorded. I was like, I can't yeah. believe we have to do a score prediction and say we're going to get battered. As I said earlier, like, this is genuinely one of my favourite Brighton teams. I think, as in, like the players' personnel. I, I feel like I like this team, like one of the most I've ever liked a Brighton team. I really like them as individuals they all seem like good lads right and i hate predicting that we're going to dr- going to lose i i just hate that so it, but we are against as i said before the best team in the world and probably one of the best de- teams of the last decade century so i'm probably going to say yeah i'm going to be optimistic and say 2-0 loss that i would like i'll be happy with that which is which just sounds horrible horrible it's just a i've said it already it's a free city's hit, a free right? hit yeah mm. it's a free hit um, but yeah, I don't think there's any more to say on City. I don't want to make no. their ego grow anymore because they're yeah. already... Pep's listening to this, like... <laughs> yeah. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Um, yes, more than you yeah, does, If Deserby can do anything in that game, it'll be incredible. Um, yeah, yes. just to play some decent football. If we play good football and lose 2-0, fine. Uh, as yeah, long as happy. we've given it a go, I don't want us to just look rubbish. You know, if we go there and just look like championship, which we won't, then you know you, you're just like I don't want to get embarrassed. I think that's the key yeah, word. That's the embarrassed. Key word. That's the one. Yeah, embarrassing. No one wants to be embarrassed. Um, yeah, I, I I think yeah anything that's anything that's respectable I'll take a two nil respectable loss. Fine. Uh, it's the day out. I right? even think I, I, I even think a three nil was respectable at home <laughs> away at City. Sorry, mm, I think that's still respectable. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? I, I get to finally say because I haven't been to the Etihad as I said. It's my first time. But I get to finally see because I feel like I don't know if it's just me. I think City fans are genuinely pretty underrated. I think that they actually are. They're louder than we give credit for. I think you know, they are. They actually like their away right. support is good. Like every time they've come, oh, yeah. I've been good. pretty impressed. So yeah. maybe because that's maybe when the diehards go. The diehards yeah. fans go to all the away games and they they are yeah. good. Same same yeah. with a lot of clubs. To be fair, a lot, any away support is usually decent. Yeah. Obviously, some people are a bit poor, but Forest fans yeah. are quite good. I'll give that to them. Yeah, yeah, Forest fans are allowed to be fair. Yeah, for yeah. a Tuesday night, pretty good turnout. Mm-hmm. Given that, what's the classic? Um, um, what they they got mean though, didn't they? When they lost four nil or something to Leicester, it was like non-stop singing, and it was a picture of, <laughs> it was a picture of the Forest fans at, in the Leicester Stadium. It's like non-stop, non-stop singing, ninety plus three, non-stop singing, ninety plus four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that. <laughs> so good. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's funny. But yeah, we'll see, mate. Leicester being four nil, we couldn't get a goal. Mad. Um, but yeah, Doctor Brighton. Dr. Brighton really came in for it. But let's just put it this way, yeah. So round it all off. Let's get behind Deserby. I really don't want to see any more stupid opinions on Deserby. If you are listening to this and you've got even an ounce of doubt in your mind, just stop just stop going on Twitter and spreading it. Because like it's just not helping. And I don't know why people think that putting it putting out this stupid negativity is gonna help anything. Like fair enough, voice your opinion. But if it's something that's just completely irrelevant that's just going to bring everyone down what's the point like I had loads of people I never got this much abuse on Twitter since like ages what did and you I say? got on my Twitter nothing people were just somehow taken out of me 
And I was like, I was there like, what I haven't said anything for? outrageous. People were saying I talk rubbish. I think it's because I said I didn't like the light show, which by the way, I didn't like the light show. I thought it was embarrassing. It was rubbish. Oh, right. It was so tacky. It was, it was so Premier League, you know, prestige Premier League thing. I didn't like it. I don't care. Like people, if you liked it, you liked it, right? Just because I put it on Twitter and say I liked it, and did, didn't like it. Doesn't mean that everyone has to agree or disagree with me. I'm just saying what I think. If anyone else put it on there, so it's going to ignore the tweet. What so did you think... like about it though? You said you think it was tacky. I thought it was cringy. I, I just I didn't like it. I, at least if we're going to do a light show, yeah. At least make it like colourful or something. Put some blue and white with it. With decent at least music Palace... as well. Not yeah, at least Palace the did the red and red and blue. Show. At least they tried. Mm. You know, it was. I still didn't like it at all, and neither did the Palace fans. And. I called it out at the time saying it was cringe and I hope they never do something like that. And you can even look through Twitter if you want. And But at least when you look back on it, it's better than ours. Ours are just turning the lights on and off for a bit. And it wasn't even to the beat. So, yeah, I just, I wasn't a big fan. I, I just, if you're going to do it, try it a bit better than that. Yeah, I think that if you really want do to better. generate an atmosphere, I wouldn't say light shows. Yeah, I guess that's what they were trying to do, wasn't it? They were trying to generate atmosphere. Everyone around me was just looking at it like, what is this? The only thing that did work is that people were in their seats earlier than they normally are because obviously people just... Yeah, I like that you're not Weku's thing in the middle of the centre circle, by the way. That was nice. That was a good touch. That was cool. That was a good touch. Yeah, we we always do good tributes. It's a shame we haven't actually won for him yet. I really... Maybe maybe City's the day where we change everything. You never know. A City away win would... Well, Palace do it often enough, to be fair. They're like they're well, back, yeah. If Palace can do it, we can do it. Yeah, exactly, hopefully. exactly. Um, right, let's yeah. wrap up. Um, let's go. If you have listened, which you probably are, because you're hearing my voice right now, thank you very much on Apple, Spotify. You can follow us, subscribe to us, um, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Uh, comment below will be. We can't score. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So just say we can't score. That's classic. <laughs> Is it wrong? No, we can't score. <laughs> no, no, that's true. We, we so comment below. Say we can't score. <laughs> that's one uh, thing. Ryan, no thank you for joining. With. Yeah, no, that's true. Thank, thank you for joining. I hope you enjoy City uh, and oh, we don't get embarrassed. Yeah. Otherwise, that will be painful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you are also going, enjoy it. But enjoy it with discipline. Say hello and shout a pod in, in real life. We'll, I will take all of you. Yeah. Uh, Chance we'll, we'll we're attention we'll seeking, boys. We need, we need some attention. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, but yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening, guys. Yes. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.